Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. You know, it's the end of the week here at Political Coffee, and that's your opportunity to take advantage of Freedom Friday, where I give you the freedom to call and talk about whatever you want to talk about, politically anyway. And it's really easy. You just pick up the phone and call 503-589-1220. That's the power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Or shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And I will do my very best to read it on the air. Um, did you go to the second Department of Forestry meeting yesterday? What were your impressions if you did? I'm just curious. I've got an email from Gary about that. You know, he's the guy who says, go ducks. And I say, go beeves. Uh, talking about uh, all the speakers who are supporting the idea of locking down our state forests for the next 74 years. Talking about the climate crisis and not, of course, sharing any facts whatsoever. At any rate, what were your impressions? Where do you think that's all going to go? At the bottom of this hour, we have an interview with Clay Clark. You know, he's the guy who, along with General Flynn, puts on these Reawaken America tour events. They just had one down in Las Vegas. He's going to talk about that. There's another. There's two more coming up soon, including one that's close by. To Larry, California in December. We're going to talk about that and listen to this. This is really important. He's going to talk about Vivek Ramaswamy, who, who I don't still don't know if he's actually registered as a Republican, but he's running number two now behind Donald Trump for president as a Republican. Yet he isn't a registered Republican. Gee, isn't that funny? How can that happen, Rana and RNC? I'm just curious. <laughs> anyway, he's got 28 facts about Vivek Ramaswamy that you might want to know. In fact, some stuff I didn't know. We're going to talk with him about that. That's a tape interview. We did that earlier in the week. We just haven't been able to run it until now. So this First couple of segments, this half hour of the show is your opportunity to call and get stuff off your chest. It's on your mind today on Freedom Friday. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. It's an interesting story, by the way. Laura Logan, I mean, there's several interesting stories. There's just a lot of stuff out there. Um... Lara Logan has a new a series of shows called The Rest of the Story. Remember those, those great rest of stories from Paul Harbin? Well, this is a, well, these are exposés, and they're going to start on 
January 6th. Hmm. That's significant. There's another story here about coalition of leftist groups going to spend a half a billion dollars making local media, local media, even more radical than they already are. Kind of hard to believe that, isn't it? Hmm. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty is the power of Buick GMC talk line. There is, by the way, another story on Gateway. I mean, there's a lot of really good stuff on Gateway Pundit. I don't even know where to begin there. But one of the ones, if if you've been following it, and I want to encourage you to do this because I think this is really important. You you will learn more from listening or watching War Room, which comes on Real America's Voice or on Lindell TV. Or you can just get their app and you can listen to it on your phone. You'll learn more about a wide variety of things that are extremely political there than you will anywhere else. And I, I'm absolutely serious. Steve Bannon has people on his show that are just flat experts in so many areas. And what they're telling you, you're not going to hear on Fox News. You're not going to hear anywhere. I'm certainly going to hear it in mainstream media. He's been covering this impeachment trial of the Attorney General of Texas. Now, why is the Attorney General of Texas being impeached? Got impeached by the House, having a trial in the Senate. Well, it's because it's the Bushes who still control much of the political apparatus inside Texas against MAGA, the Trump people. People who believe in America first, like I do, and I hope you do. By the way, let me just say this so y'all, my tribute to Texas, y'all, so y'all get it, my perspective anyway. Donald Trump is not going to be around forever, but I pray and I hope that the movement that he, it's been there all the time, folks, it's the reason it's, it's the liberty movement. It's why America was founded. It's America first. What made America great, not just make America great again, was the whole concept that America is great. Why? Because we're a nation dedicated to God, number one. As Robert Hunt, when he and that group of pilgrims set that wooden cross on the sand dunes in North Carolina, when America was founded, dedicating it to Christ and the gospel going throughout all the world from American shores. That's the first thing. The second thing is the biblical concepts of governance, of liberty. Passed down through generations and ensconced in our Constitution and our Bill of Rights and in the Declaration of Independence. That's what makes America great. Folks, those are timeless principles of liberty. Donald Trump just took him to a new place, and someday Donald Trump's not going to be around. But the America First movement will be. America First is not about Trump. So many of the rhinos think it is. It isn't. So many of the liberals and the leftists try to make it all about Trump. It isn't, folks. It's about the concept that America and everything it was founded for Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Our rights coming from God and not government. Those principles endure. 
long after Donald Trump is gone from the scene. So the question is, what will you and I do in the future? You know, let's assume that Donald Trump wins the presidency, that the CIA and the all the other deep state agencies are not successful in assassinating him, are not successful in stealing the election through algorithms or through voter fraud outright and others, that all these prosecutions are unsuccessful. Let's assume that Donald Trump wins, becomes president. He's only going to serve four more years. So when he has left the scene, who or what fills that void? I'm serious. I asked you that question because I want you to tell me. Who do you think or should it be someone who fills the void? Now, we need leaders. There's no question about it. We need people who will stand up, tell it like the truth, like it really is. That's the one thing that Trump does, love him or hate him. He's exceedingly brutally honest in what he says. Isn't that kind of nice for change? Rather than the mealy mouth globalist uniparty Republicans and Democrats on Capitol Hill or in our state legislatures? Because they are. Oh, I know you have to be careful about what you say. You don't want to go out and, and say something controversial, do you? Like Trump has always done. So let me ask you. What happens to America first movement after Trump is off the stage? Who assumes that mantle of leadership of that movement? Now, I happen to believe that you need someone that that needs to be a vice presidential candidate that Trump might bring onto the stage. Who would that person be who you would absolutely trust to stay true to America first? Not be bought off, not be pressured to be Trumpian without Trump. Donald Trump's not going to be around forever, folks. But the principles that he stands firm for, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that is what liberty makes America great. That will be. Because that's how God created us. What do you think? 503-589-1220. In Texas, I want to double back to that. There's a Gateway Pundit story. The reason that the Bushies are going after Ken Paxton is because he defeated a Bush for Attorney General, George P. Bush, which happens to be Jeb's son, who, by the way, was very Trumpian himself, but he got beat. They're going after Attorney General Ken Paxson. Well, the story today is that there was testimony yesterday in the trial that one of his accusers and his bushy cohorts went to the FBI to report on Paxton. And it came out in the trial. They had zero evidence of any wrongdoing. See how this works? It's the deep state. And it happens in state governments, folks, and if you don't think it is, you don't know who's at work behind the scenes here in Oregon with House and Senate Republicans, or at least some, certainly their leadership.
Oh, there's a deep state. You better believe it. It's out there. A federal jury convicted an insurrectionist who smoked a joint in Jeff Merkley's office. <gasps> the horror of it. Enrique. Oh, excuse me. Uh, no, no, no. That's, that's the leader of the Proud Boys. He wasn't even there that day. Got 22 years in prisons. Folks, my prayer is that Donald Trump becomes president and he pardons these people. This is crazy. Anyway, Brandon Craig, fellows, was found guilty by a jury last week of felony obstruction of an official proceeding. Oh, there's a big one. Why? Because he illegally entered the Capitol, even though there were plenty of videos of cops opening the door, letting people in, and smoked a joint in Jeff Merkley's office. Now, I would think that if the people in Merkley's office would just be ecstatic that somebody came there and smoked a joint, since they're, you know, big believers in all of that. He said, he told a reporter, I walked in and there's a whole bunch of people lighting up in some Oregon room. They're smoking a bunch of weed in there. I have no regrets. <laughs> He's from Albany, New York. He's a handyman living in a converted school bus. And he represented himself at trial. Oh, Merkley's office did decline to report, but wow. Should these people all be pardoned by Trump? Lots more to talk about. Art, hang on. I'll get you on the other side of the break, folks. It's 620. Yeah, it's Freedom Friday. What do you want to talk about? Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Yes, it is Freedom Friday. You can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. It doesn't have to be anything I'm talking about. And it's just really easy. You just pick up the phone and call 503-589-1220. That's the Power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at KSLM.news. I got a great one from Doug. Here's a couple of headlines, by the way. I just got to throw them at you. <laughs> OregonWatchdog.com is our local news aggregator. Here's some headlines for you. Ask a shoplifter. What'll stop retail theft? How about this one? An Oregon bar becomes the second unionized strip club. Now, what happens when the strippers go on strike? <laughs> and all the homeless free stuff that your taxes pay for. Now, that's kind of relevant because apparently I guess there's going to be uh, like a Salem City Council income tax town hall. Put on by a Salem reporter. Maybe Petunia ought to show up and give away the Porker Award. You know, to the city of Salem claiming they have an $11 million deficit when apparently they're on track to have a $9 million surplus this year. Just like last year. 
wow, how does that happen? Well, no doubt we'll talk to Councilwoman Julie Hoy about that a little bit later. Did you notice it got was a little warm yesterday in the 80s? Going to be 80s again today if your HVAC system just ain't keeping up. Why don't you call Freedom Heating and Air? They'll make it work for you. And you'll be a lot happier. Really easy. Pick up the phone and dial 503-580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. It's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. And you'll learn a lot about all the great things, services they have that benefit you and make your life better. Freedom Heating and Air. Let's go to Art, who's on the line. Art, hey, what's on your mind on Freedom Friday, man? Oh, you started it, Jeff. Leadership. <laughs> leadership, leadership, leadership. We need it. Uh, yeah. Like getting uh, really good people to head up agencies in the state of Oregon. Uh, let me tell you. For example, Daisha Johnson, Executive Director of the Oregon Commission for the Blind, continues to allow laws to be broken and compliant not to be adhered to, uh, which is really bad. Stealing money from blind people, uh, not running an agency efficiently and effectively, to serve, you know, this great state of ours and provide quality services for blind people. Uh, largest growing number of people who are becoming blind are senior citizens, Jeff. Senior citizens with macular degeneration and all those kind of things. And as far as I can tell, you know, Oregon isn't doing a very good job of communicating to these people, providing them services so they can remain independent and not suck off the, uh, you know, the doles of the government. Sad thing. And then you got our attorney general who does not have any respect for the law and her lawyers don't comply with the law like spending money at the Oregon Commission for the Blind illegally and allowing it to go on. And in fact, uh, fighting the federal government saying, oh, we can do that if we want to. I mean, it's criminal, Jeff. It's criminal. And we got to start getting engaged and making sure that our agencies are run appropriately. Because do you think our governor cares? Hell no. no. <laughs> Hell no. no. <laughs> um, hey, you know, it's a definite sad state affairs, Jeff. But we got to get very proactive. Everybody knows that we need to replace our attorney general. But I haven't heard anything on candidates and they should be heavily into raising money and to get that lady out of office because she's destroying our state. Yeah, you know, there, there is an excellent candidate, Will Lathrop, who's a Republican running 
for the nomination to take on. Uh, he's he's a lawyer, and I mean, I've I've had him speak at meetings that I've hosted. You know what? We're going to have him at the political coffee clutch too. I'm I'm going to get him there. He's he's really a very high quality guy. But the question is, yeah, is he out there raising money? Well, he's trying to. The question is, will we support him? Art, thank you. Great point because Ellen Rosenblum deeply needs to be replaced. Going to let you go. Have a marvelous weekend, my friend. That's right. And Art's a blind guy who used to have his sight. He first started lobbying me when I was in the legislature, when I came in the House of Representatives in 1999. He knows so much about the Oregon Commission for the Blind. He's been a tireless advocate for them. And what he's saying about it's being run illegally is right on the money. And it is. Got to be held accountable. By the way, before we go to the break, at the bottom of the hour here, our interview, taped interview with Clay Clark. If you want to know who Vivek Ramaswamy is, he exposes him. Congratulations to my buddy, fellow talk show host, the Rush Limbaugh of Oregon, Lars Larson. 20 years he's been on the air. Wait, cool. Congratulations, my friend. Be blessed always. And may you have another 20 years. Back in a moment with Clay Clark. Don't. Freedom Friday. You want to come. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Welcome back, everybody. We are blessed to have Clay Clark back with us. He is the driving force, along with General Michael Flynn, the Reawaken America Tour. They just had an incredible event in Las Vegas. Clay, tell us all about it. Uh, well, we took the Reawaken America Tour to Las Vegas, Nevada, where we were joined by approximately uh, 5,000 uh, patriots in attendance as ticket buyers. And then we had another 1,000 patriots there as vendors and media and families of the speakers and that sort of thing. And so we went to Las Vegas. Uh, Don Jr. was there. Uh, Laura Trump. Trump was there, Kimberly Guilfoyle, General Flynn, Roseanne, Dr. Mikevitz, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough. And what we continue to do on the Reawaken America Tour is we continue to share the facts and the the, the, the truth that you really aren't going to find anywhere else except for on great programs like yours. And we get thousands of people together. We get these conversations started. And then we try to make as many introductions as we can. There's really three goals I have at the Reawaken Tours. One is for all the attendees to leave connected to other patriots and infected with the truth. And then I want the speakers to be connected to other people and infected with this desire to share the truth at scale, having met so many patriots in person. And then the third is we want to lead people to God. I mean, when you talk to people about election fraud and medical fraud and religious fraud, people say, well, where's the hope? And I always point people back to God because uh, we are living through, I believe, the prophetic aspects of the Bible. 27% of the Bible is prophetic and 73% of the Bible is historical. And I really do believe we're living through the implementation of the prophetic aspects of the Bible. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think it is a stunning time to 
to be alive, an amazing time to be alive, but also a little bit of a scary time. And I just kind of off topic a little bit, but I, I think that people and what you're doing at the Reawaken America Tour and everything else that you do personally in your businesses and so forth, is really get people awaken and get them engaged so they have hope because right now they're looking for hope. Yeah, I mean, people, what happens is, is, is most people haven't read uh, Mark chapter 13. They haven't read Matthew chapter 24. They haven't read Luke chapter 21. And if they had read Matthew chapter 24, Luke chapter 21, or Mark chapter 13, they would quickly understand that we're living through the fulfillment of the biblical uh, aspects of the Bible that are prophetic. You know, 20, again, like I said, 27% of the Bible is prophetic. And most people haven't been taught that. And if you see the events that are taking place, as an example, in the book of uh, Revelation chapter 16, God appeared to John when John was exiled on the island of Patmos. And uh, one of the things that John wrote down in Revelation chapter 16 was that the Euphrates River would dry up. And at the time that the Euphrates River dried up, you would begin to see the false prophet show up. Well, Yuval Noah Harari is praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, MIT, Stanford, Harvard. He calls humans hackable animals. He said COVID makes your surveillance go under the skin. He has said we're going to be putting nanobots inside the human body and creating a second immune system. And this is the guy they call the prophet. And he did not show up on the mainstream scene until what? When the Euphrates River dried up. So we are living through the fulfillment of the, the prophetic aspects of the Bible. Yeah, and that's becoming more and more evident is more insanity just seems to emanate out of the World Economic Forum and frankly out of the Biden administration. The impact in the culture is, is just amazing in America. Scary in America. But this is why we as Christians and people of faith have got to come together, stand in the gap in prayer with our faith and everything that we do every day and then be absolutely politically active. Now, when is your neck reawakened tour and where? Oh, the next reawakened America tour we have is going to be in uh, October. It will be at Trump Doral in Miami, Florida, October 13th and 14th. The reason why we're going back to Doral is so many people wanted to attend the Reawaken America tour in Miami and we sold out. So a lot of people wanted us to come back. So many Floridians love this country and they're hearing kind of confusing messages right now. They, a lot of the people in, in Florida loved Governor DeSantis and, and they, they don't understand why Governor DeSantis would run against President Donald J. Trump when it is very clear that the only reason Governor DeSantis is the governor of Florida is because President Donald J. Trump endorsed him publicly. So a lot of people are confused about that. But a lot of Floridians, you know, they're yes, they're in a free state, but they're surrounded by neighbors and family and friends that have no idea what's going on. And now as you see the next round of quarantines and curfews and mask mandates being pushed upon the American people, a lot of people are wanting to meet other like-minded folks. And so I would encourage you, if you want to join us in Miami, Florida on October 13th and 14th, just go to time2freeamerica.com and you can request a ticket right there. And we always make it where you can name your price. So no matter what you're at financially, where you're at financially, you can always name your price by going to time2freeamerica.com. Now, if they can't make Miami, you have another event that's a lot closer here on the West Coast down in Tulare, California. That's in December, right? Right. And there's a lot of controversy over the pronunciation of this. You're hearing Tulare. You're hearing Tulare. You're hearing... I, and all I can say is we're going to go there. And it's 30 miles outside <laughs> of Fresno. And people are super excited about that. And that's going to be in December, the month of Christ, December the 7th and 8th. And I, I love Christmas. I don't like uh, the whole Santa perversion of, of Christmas. I like to focus on Jesus. And so you're going to see a lot of a, a kind of a Jesus Christmas carol sort of a theme going on there. And it will be a wonderful time to spend the Christmas month there with other patriots. And that's going to be December 15th and 16th in Tulare or Tulare, California, depending upon how you want to pronounce it. But we will be there 30 miles outside of Fresno. Time to freeamerica.com, friends. If you want to make one of these events, you missed a great one that Clay put on for us in Salem that we were at broadcasting. This is your opportunity to do. You want to support these. You want to be there. You'll learn 
different things, and you'll meet people again, like yeah. I was talking about, that are like-minded folks, just like us. Like Speaking, Speaking of Ron DeSantis, what did you what think of the story <laughs> that his super PAC guy, the guy that started his super PAC, has now deserted Ron DeSantis and is endorsing Trump? Well, I think that a it is uh, predictable. I think it's a predictable thing. I don't think it's uh, no. I mean, I, I look at DeSantis, and you know, we've all. I mean, you you've run businesses and have been involved in companies. We've all seen a situation where a employee decides to go compete directly with their boss and a sign of disloyalty and it's, it's it's not a good look and a lot of americans pick up on that they're picking up on the wow this guy ron DeSantis, you know he may have done a good job as a governor but president trump clearly made him relevant and it would just make sense for anybody out there who's seen the persecution that trump has gone through for DeSantis to stand behind and support president donald j trump and to make himself available to be a member of a, of a cabinet or a vice president or maybe go get him during the next election cycle but ron DeSantis decided to go compete directly with President Donald J. Trump, the founder of the Make America Great Again movement and uh, the biggest political movement of our lifetime. And people are deserting Ron DeSantis left and right because he has clearly no support from the Make America Great Again base, from the Republican base. And, and now even, uh, you know, I, I'm not a fan of this person, but uh, Vivek, not Vivek, but Vivek Ramaswamy, he is now surpassing Ron DeSantis on many of the uh, uh, polls. Let's talk about Vivek for a moment because you and General Flynn, folks, I, I, and I'm going to put this on the show plan so you'll be able to go to it and watch the rumble link of Clay talking with General Flynn and others about Vivek and Vivek Raswampy is what you're calling him. 28 things you didn't know about him. I learned some shocking stuff. Why don't you reel off some of those things that yeah. your research has shown? Okay, well, one, and again, this is uh, folks, if, if you go to time to freeamerica.com, I have a Vivek Ramaswamy button there, but in, in 2007 he says at the age of 22, he admits that, that George Soros, Paul Soros family paid for his college. Now, somebody might say, oh, that's not a hard pass. I mean, come on, a lot of kids take scholarships. This is Paul Soros, George Soros's brother. Okay, so that's not a good look there. Paul and Daisy Soros paying for his college. Then on the Paul and Daisy, uh, this is on, on the actual website, Paul and Daisy Soros Fellowships for New Americans, you'll see that Vivek Ramaswamy, it's listed as public knowledge that his senior thesis was written on advocating, on advocating for the creation of human animal chimeras. Now, someone says, what's a chimera? That's where you take like a half monkey, half man. You put that man and the animal together. Just a little bit of bestiality is always uh, looked down upon in my world. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we continue now. Vivek says he graduated from college with a $15 million net worth before graduating law school. He says he finished college and before law school, he had a $15 million net worth. And I thought, that's interesting. I wonder how you did that. That's impressive. Well, it turns out he started a website called studentbusinesses.com, which he claims to have sold for $15 million. Well, if he sold studentbusinesses.com and for $15 million, why did he only pay $37,000 of gains taxes? Total, $37,000. Now, Vivek Ramaswamy, he's supposed to be a financial genius. Oh, yes, he started Royvent Sciences, his company, his flagship company. In 2014, Vivek started, again, Royvent Sciences based in Bermuda. And this company's lost money for nine consecutive years. What? Yes, he's lost $3 billion. That's a lot of money. $3 billion. Yet we're told that this guy is a financial genius and has a $1 billion net worth. The question I would have is how? Uh, July 9th, 2020, Vivek Ramaswamy uh, tweeted out, wearing a mask equals personal responsibility. It's puzzling when conservatives oppose it. What? On February uh, 24th of 2021, Vivek Ramaswamy, some are calling him Vivek Ramaswampy, he tweeted out, to state the obvious, we should aim to safely vaccinate everyone. I mean, this guy, one more for you. Vivek Ramaswamy, his company in 2021, Royvent Sciences purchased 
silicone therapeutics and a technology called Vant AI. V-A-N-T AI. So Vant AI. And Vant AI wants to take AI, artificial intelligence technology, and put it into a pill form that goes inside your body, folks. He's advocating, Vivek Ramaswamy is advocating for technology that would go into your body to control your neurotransmitters. I'm not exaggerating. And uh, this is, I can't make this up, in 2023, Vivek Ramaswamy, at the age of 38, he decided to team up with Pfizer. Oh, yes, Royvan, his company, and Pfizer teamed up to unveil Pryovant Therapeutics, an ongoing, it's, it's real. He also advocated for making a database of everyone who's taken the COVID-19 uh, tests or not. He wanted a universal database to be made, violating your constitutional rights, that would give a database to the elected officials or whoever wants to look at it about who's taken the COVID-19 tests or not. Vivek Ramaswamy is not on our team. Yeah, I think that's becoming more and more apparent. Folks, again, time to free America is the website you want to go to if you want to attend any of these great Reawaken America tours. They're powerful events, and, and you need to be a part of it, friends. You need to know, follow Clay, follow his, his work. He's on War Room occasionally, and Clay, we're trying to get War Room... Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. Clay Clark revealing the truth about Vivek Ramaswamy. I don't trust the guy as far as I can throw him. I'll tell you this. He is very articulate. He's got all the right answers. Except he lied. Had $2 million that year in income. The year he said he needed that $90,000 grant from George Soros' brother. Now, I'm okay with using somebody else's money to go to law school. I don't have a problem with that, even if it is Soros, especially if you're going to turn around and use your law degree against Soros. I'm okay with that. Just don't lie about it. Tells me a lot about your character or maybe lack of it. So I don't trust him, folks. And I don't think you can either. It's my personal viewpoint. On Freedom Friday, 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And I will try to read it on the air. I'm going to read Doug's here in a moment. Got to remind you, my pillow supports this radio show. And you should support them. You should support Mike Lindell. All that he's doing for your, your liberty, folks, by fighting for free elections, 
fair elections, accurate elections. That's why we support MyPillow by buying these fantastic products that they have. The MyPillow 2.0, I have one. Now, it, it's the big king-size pillow. It is so awesome. You know, I've been sleeping on the original MyPillow for at least 12 years, maybe longer. And it still holds up. I put it in the, the dryer and fluff it up every now and then. You can I wash it in the washing machine. And literally, you put it in the dryer and fluff it up, even after you wash it. And it goes right back to its original shape, folks. The MyPillow 2.0 does that also, but it's even better. Why? Because they got that new fabric that is this cooling fabric, and it works. I've tried it. I'm sleeping on it. You have great, great opportunities right now to buy Christmas presents at massive discounts, like these six-piece towel sets that I talk about. You can save 50%. The MyPillow 2.0, their mattress toppers, their mattress sales. Yes, they have mattresses. Their percale sheets, bath sheets. How about bathrobes? How about the Bible story children's collection throw blankets to go over your children's or grandchildren's beds with Bible stories on them? How about all that? There's there's a lot more, folks. I've just... Telling you, you know, support my pillow, support this radio show because when you buy, and thank you to all of you who have been buying regularly from Mike Lindell and my pillow. When you do, we get a small portion of that, and that supports this radio station, allows us to stay on the air. So go to mypillow.com, use the promo code PC23. That's the acronym, the initials of this show, Political Coffee, PC23. And you can take advantage of all these incredible, cool, really cool products at massive discounts. PC23, MyPillow.com. Doug writes an email. When a government appears to be committing criminal and unconstitutional acts against its own people, it can hardly be relied on to bring charges and indictments against itself. Criminal justice system doesn't investigate itself. Fair elections are gone. Are we not just giving them a get-out-of-free-jail card if they are all part of the con job? Historically, that's the point where things start to get interesting. Or else, we just give up our lives to make government happy. Politicians don't become psychopaths, but psychopaths do become politicians. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one, Doug, I got to admit. He continues, in a war on corruption, no quarters will be given. There are a lot more of us liberty lovers than there are of them. That's true. How does it manifest itself? What do we do about it? Rich sent me a great um, <laughs> great cartoon. You know, pictures say a thousand words, right? So he sends me a cartoon of uh, a, it's a lady sitting on a desk with a screenshot. I mean, she's a teacher, right? And she has a picture up on the screen of well, the U.S. Capitol building. And she's asking one of her kids who's raising his hand. And he goes, it's a nursing home. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Dwight writes uh, an email about Christy Noem 
being a good potential Trump VP candidate. And I think she would be too. In fact, she was she was on Real America's Voice. It was yesterday. I think I saw her for a little bit. Governor Christy Noam would be a great choice. She kept South Dakota open during COVID. Yes, except that little thing about vetoing the transgender athlete bill. That was a huge mistake on her part. She shouldn't have done that. Makes me a little suspect. I'll take Carrie Lake any day. Byron Donaldson, black, former prosecutor from Florida. I'll take him any day. Very articulate, just as Carrie Lake is. Yeah, but she would probably be a, a great uh, third choice for me. By the way, an Arizona judge ruled in favor of Carrie Lake in one aspect of her lawsuits. I think that's something to watch. Lots more going on out there, folks, um, including Robert Kennedy Jr. saying, I need to look at other alternatives regarding the DNC cheating him out of a primary win against Joe Biden. That's kind of interesting. I think the Democrat Party's getting what they're due, and it's long overdue. Friends, you can hire Eric Azer at Righteous Renovations as a contractor that you could absolutely trust to come into your home and not make your life miserable in a remodel. Check out his website if you don't believe me. You'll see it for yourself. RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. By the way, there's a story in the Oregonian about a judge, the judge in the Measure 114 trial in Harney County, says it's going to be restricted to whether the law is constitutional, not on how it's going to work. Folks, I got to tell you, this is a big win for our side. Because the state is trying to make it look like, hey, we found a way to make it work. No, you haven't. They're arguing that. In court, judges saying, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, we're going to decide on whether it's constitutional, not whether you think it's going to work." Good for that. Kate Brown appointed appointed Democrat judge. One of the few things Kate Brown ever did that was right. Friends, thanks for joining us this week. Have a blessed weekend. Watch some football, as long as they don't bow on bended knee. The God of racism. Stand firm for what you believe.